What's up, game heads, and welcome to Glitch Therapy episode number 133. It's our annual Game of the Year Brawl Part 1. As always, I'm your host, Ramondo Burnside, and I'm joined today by Benjamin Dupay. What's up? Yeah, buddy. TJ Nicoletto. Howdy, howdy. Mm-hmm. And of course, everyone's favorite senpai, Jose Ochoa. Glad to be here. Yes, you are. You are glad to so be formal. here. So formal. <laughs> not, not my senpai. <laughs> with your, with your like, uh, tuxedo t-shirt on with the picture like, bow tie. Mm, glad to be here, Ramondo. Beautiful day outside. Mm-hmm. You sound like, uh, like an anchor man just reporting on some bad weather heading in with cars riding behind you. We do have some bad weather coming in soon. Uh, some uh, weird thunderstorms, maybe some snow. But it's cold. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. We did it. Another year of gaming is in the books, and here we are ready to talk about our faves of 2021, and hopefully end this episode with a list of our Glitch Therapy 10 best games of the year, which will be in no particular order, of course, for this episode. Um, but after Christmas, you know, we'll reconvene together and uh, we'll put the list in order, culminating with us crowning our Glitch Therapy Game of the Year 2021. I'm excited. I'm ready to argue with you guys. Um, let's do this. Who's ready? I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think all four of us are going to be able to agree on a, a single game of the year. Uh, I think I mean, we would. When does that ever happen, anyway? <laughs> Someone usually walks away a little pissy. Yeah, which is me because it's never my games. Or, or the game of the year later on. We, in retrospect, you look back and go, "Man, we picked the wrong one. Control should have won." You know what I mean? Like, eh. oh, that that never happened. Okay. Like- <laughs> was it like when the Star Wars The Last Jedi? What? Or no, not The Last Jedi. Um, Fallen Order? Yeah, Fallen Order. Mm, okay. Yeah. Fallen Order was good. That was good. What, what, did, yeah. what did we give that last time? Did we gave that number good? one. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. And then what what was it? Ghost of Tsushima was like behind it? Yeah, and then and then we regretted it like the next podcast episode. That was a tough year, though, because that was Ghost of Tsushima. That was uh, Control and, yeah, Fallen Order was in there. That's three really good games. Can we just talk about the the uh, the lack of anything that's really, like, outstanding this year, though? Yeah. It's not been a great year for gaming. I mean, it's I'm, been good, but it hasn't been, like, nothing stands out like, man, dude, did you, mother, did you play that? That shit's, mm, come on, you know. Was, yeah, there was bad. none of that this year. It was very lackluster. Yeah. Like a lot of everything's really good across the board for the most part, but nothing stood out, stood out. Um, I agree with you, TJ, on that for sure. Yeah. It'd be fun to go through the previous uh, game of the year, Glitch Therapy game of the year um, uh, winners and, and reflect on those and see if we all still feel the same way about them. You know what I mean? I think it'd be fun. Um, so there are some some games from the technically came out in 2020 but because of when we recorded the game of the year they didn't get included in our game of the year last year i'm just mm. clarifying that those are some of my picks came out like really late last year mm. they may be disqualified <laughs> i mean how like that's not but like how does that work though how do we do that because like if a it, game comes out come and out, like did it come out 2021 no but if it came out Oh, okay, if it came out like before we did our game of the year last year, so it didn't get to get included in last year, right? But it, like, I mean, Cyberpunk, right? Like that came out in 2020, but it came out like after we'd already done our game of the year. I think those games should qualify for this conversation. Mm. 
That, uh, let, me, let me consult the survey said. Is that is that, that games that are, I believe games that are late in the cycle or late Used in the season, they they uh, they are allowed because oh, well, like, like Halo, Halo Infinite just came out and I can't consider it for game of the year because I can't I haven't played enough of it. Mm-hmm. They did have it in the awards though for for these other. Yeah, ones. I'm I'm oh. considering. To me, it's like if it came out, like in like in December, or or later, like that. That's part of the next year. If it came out in November or earlier, it's part of this current. I could agree I think, on that. I think Halo Infinite came out in like November, right? No, yeah. but, but also it's our it's our show, so we can we can make the rule how we want. Like we can all agree on it. You know, if you want to allow Cyberpunk and some of those other ones that missed the cutoff from last year, we can we can do that. I'm down. Yeah, I'm down for that. Cool. Okay. Well, in we- that case, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, been to play. Please take it away. Uh, oh, pick. <laughs> He's like, what ben, am I taking exactly? Then uh, Ben do play here. Ben do play. <laughs> do play. That's your new gaming channel. How long have we known each other, TJ? I couldn't spit it out right. Shut up. <laughs> Move along. Thank you, oh, TJ Nicoletta. You just kind of you just kind of put that man on blast instead of just cruising. Nicoletta. <laughs> um, you petty as fuck. <laughs> um, so, like, remind before I give you a pick for game of the year. Um, did we did we uh, have Miles Morales in our conversation last year? Um. I, I believe I so. Here's stuff up here on the screen. Okay. Make this. I, I was just curious if we if we had it because I remember it came out like late November of last year, I think. Yeah, I think it was one that that TJ and I uh, voted on, but I, I don't I don't know if you and Jose or anybody else had touched it though prior to that. So yeah, we didn't touch it because we didn't have any pl- uh, PlayStation fives. And still, well, I I started playing it on PS4 initially. Yeah, you can play it on PS4. Yeah. Oh shit, um, man. Okay. No, I was just curious mostly. Um, that being said, though, I mean, my my top pick for this year is still Cyberpunk. I mean, I know there's it's a controversial topic and there's a lot of shade that's been thrown uh, towards Cyberpunk. But, you know, I, I think when you get away from all the bullshit Internet politics of it, like and just play the game, they made a pretty remarkable game um, when you play it on either PC or one of the next gen consoles. I just think it was a it was a victim of circumstance. Um, a lot of bad circumstances, but the actual game itself—if you're measuring it just on the merits of the game being played on a console that can actually make it perform—I think it's worth it. So, yeah, that's a pick mm-hmm. for me. And I do know that, like, just they've a lot of sites have been having a like a because it's been a year since it came out exactly. Uh, of what the state of it is after patches and everything. According to the like the one point three one patch that just came out, it's still it's better than it was, but it's still not in a spot where it's act absolutely exceptional. There's still yeah. a lot of technical issues. Barring that, um, I have I have yet to still play it. I've been waiting for it till it's in that state where I'm going to enjoy it without seeing anything that's really funky looking in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. I guess I'm aware of minor technical issues. But I don't know, man. I played it on day one on the Xbox One and like I or no, Xbox Series X, and I didn't really encounter any more technical issues than I would have encountered in a Bethesda game or a Grand Theft Auto game or anything like. Yeah, just pro- my 
my experience personally. That's I, I don't know what other experiences people have had. You're probably I, one of the lucky ones. It was pretty egregious for a lot of people um, on PC and, and, and whatnot. I played on, on the Xbox One version on the Series X as well. And they're still saying, like, you know, it's a year out or what? No, not a year out. They're still pushing out the, the, the next gen version of it, the Series X version and the PS5 version of it. So, um, yeah, they're still trying to work that out. And then they even pushed out even further any kind of multiplayer that they still have a roadmap for, which it, will they even get to that? I mean, so I, I think only, that's a pipe dream at this point. The only other person on this podcast who's like given in a substantial amount of time, my knowledge is you, Mondo. Like, mm-hmm. what was your personal experience playing it on a, a Series X? Like, did you, because I don't remember you having any issues with it either, but I don't know if you just didn't bring it up or whatever. Um, I didn't have any, like, anything really bad happen, like, you know, game crashing or freezing or anything like that, where I couldn't play the game, where the game was, like, just broken or anything. Most of the things that I encountered were just, just funny stuff. You know, you shoot a guy and he's ragdolling and flipping out like he's having a seizure down some stairs or something like that, or people clipping through walls or something like that, or, um, you know, your car getting stuck on some invisible thing in the middle of the road and you're just kind of just just trying to hit the gas and you're kind of floating on something and things like that where just weird stuff would happen. Um, nothing where I was like, man, fuck this game. I can't play it. I, mean, uh, stuff- I enjoyed it a lot. I love cyberpunk and the music, the, the, the aesthetic. Everything is just right up my alley, man. Listen to some neon waves while I was playing it sometimes or whatever. It was, dude, that game's good. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, like the stuff you're describing, like to me, I guess like that that shit happened to me in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> you know, you're like pick, I mean, you're picking another game that is usually heavy with with glitches, though. I like, mean, most most giant open world RPGs kind of are, though, right? Like they're all right. Like, but my argument would be, what about these other games that are that can stand in the same pan- pantheon as some of these games, like Assassin's Creed and whatnot, that are really polished, where these guys put the work in and held out that game until it was baked and ready to go, and then now they're going up against a game where I'm watching a guy float in the air over me like Neo or some shit, and he's just floating in the air and he's dead, and it's like, you're just looking at him like, okay, what's happening here? Or, you know, just weird stuff like that. Like, I can't overlook those, those knocks against Cyberpunk, because that game should not have come out when it did. It should have been pushed back another year or six months or something like that. And it's hard for me to like give it a high mark against something that was way more polished that took a lot of time, like a Forza Horizon 5 or something like that, which is very polished and open world as well. So I don't know. That that kind of stuff counts against against it for me, at least. For argument's sake, though, um, Mm because I'm just fucking being an argumentative person. (laughs) This is why we're here, man. (laughs) Forza Forza Horizon is like nowhere near as big as Cyberpunk. Like, if you're talking about any game that is as big as Cyberpunk in terms of the size of the world, the amount of NPCs, the, like, just an expansiveness, your Assassin's Creed, your Elder Scrolls, your Fallout 4s, like, are there any of those games that you haven't experienced those types of glitches in? like Grand Theft Auto? I mean, they exist in, I mean, they even existed in Spider-Man when it came out on PS4, where you would have like people walking halfway through the sidewalk. And that game was incredibly polished. Like, I think that's just part of a big open world game is unfortunately you're going to have a lot of like sometimes little glitches I, i've never played a big open world game without glitches like that i don't think so on that part is going with forza horizon 5 before you haven't heard anything of that game till like a month before it was going to get released what do you so mean they took they took their time with it and it's a very polished game 
it's a pretty big map. The scenery, trees, other NPCs driving next to you, even having online, dude. What's I mean, what's the size of that and the amount of NPCs in that versus like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, though? There like, are no NPCs too. because everything's exactly. car, it's not the same. It's, it's well, car, this is car related. So you're, you're kind of right. you're, you're comparing apples to oranges. Yes, they're both fruit, but they're not. Yeah, the but that, that, that actually argues against your point that like you're comparing apples to oranges when you say something clean and polished no. like Forza with no bugs. It's my like, argument well, these are two that, different types of games. My argument is for me personally with Cyberpunk having all the issues that it had not i mean this is also including issues that i didn't experience directly like that game got a lot of backlash because a lot of people couldn't play it there are people that literally could not play the game like they turned it on on the pc or whatever and the game just didn't run that's unacceptable that's unacceptable whether you had a good time with it or not like come on you can't put a game in sell it to me i mean sony took it out of their store for like what half a year they just put it back in and it was out for like a year almost eight months it was it was not in the store at all when have you ever heard of a game getting pulled out of a store completely and you just can't find it you can't buy it i mean uh, yeah that's 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 where i talk about it's like a victim (laughs) of circumstance right it's like that game shouldn't have been released on the ps4 and the xbox one like and it like i my experience with it is like i gave it a game of the year like nomination if it's being played on the system requirements that are met when it's runnable, like mm-hmm. that is like that is to me it's game game of the year material at that point. As, you know, everything Talk- else is just white noise from the fucking internet for me. Talking like, about cyberpunk, I just got a notification on my phone of uh, saying the best cyberpunk twenty seventy seven bugs and glitches and they are horrible. Oh yeah, they are they're bad. Plenty- they are bad and they are plentiful. Their cars falling under the map. You're driving an exploded, undrivable car. <laughs> cars are flying. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's your pick. Go for it. But yeah, it's. I say just for the sake of keeping the conversation moving forward, I say we put it on the list for now. But we definitely are probably have to come back and talk about it more, depending on what else makes it onto the list for now. But yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, I'm not against it. And just like that, and within the very first game, we already have. We've already had some some fighting going on here, uh, and I like it. Yeah, this is how I want to come out the gates hot, and this is I, I expected nothing less from Ben. I I don't have many uh, arguments to make, but the ones I do, I, I feel very strongly about. Okay, well, keep keep your gloves on because uh, you'll be swinging soon here in the next round, I'm sure. Uh, the next next one, I'm gonna head over to Jose. I know you got one for us. You need to hit us in the stomach, or you can go light on it. I don't know. You take your pick on this. I think everybody already knows my pick as of right now to put the list. It's going to be Forza Horizon 5. Mm-hmm. Not much to say. That game came out beautifully. Minor glitches, uh, Ben, yes, but they were updated right away. They're still being updated, but they're not crash heavy game, <laughs> crash heavy glitches. Mm-hmm. And everything that has updated on the game from Forza Horizon 4 to now, even the minor ones, it's quite noticeable. So, uh, well, yeah, this deserves to be on the list. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on yours uh, as well because this was on my list too, um, in no particular order. Uh, this game is fantastic from the soundtrack, which I usually pluck a couple songs here and there, and I'll find them on Spotify, throw them on my Neon Waves list or whatever the list I got. I'm making up. Um, it's it's relaxing to play. It's always really polished. My only beef with the game would probably be that it's, it's not different enough from Forza Horizon Four. For me, I, th- I thought they would, you know, maybe add a little more, you know, 
change to the game as far as that goes, but putting it in Mexico has definitely been a nice surprise. Um, that scenery is great. The bright colors pop when you're driving down the street and going through little towns that are like bright yellows and oranges and reds and stuff. Um, it, it's just it's just relaxing and a lot of fun. It also has won a bunch of awards already from the Game Awards and whatnot. They gave it the best uh, uh, sports slash racing game for this year, uh, best uh, the award for best audio design, and also um, award for innovation in accessibility. They I guess they're adding in some stuff for for deaf. Uh, people that are trying to play so that they can have sign language interpreters within the game so like yeah. come on it's, it's amazing well i know that it, you you said it doesn't look maybe different but as for me as a, a car a, kind of a car enthusiast everything minor that i have seen so far has topped out from forza horizon 4 you can actually see the underneath of the car when you flip it the the change of the exhaust when you're trading when you're changing the exhaust from a race to a sports everything just that i have noticed is a significant change for me because the car actually sounds different from when you modify it from stock so, oh, that's what's up yeah I don't, yeah I don't think anyone's gonna argue with no. the horizon 5 i, I can give it like a 10 out of 10 so mm-hmm yeah, yes, it's definitely it's on the list for now, but now where it falls on the on the next list, who knows? Um, moving on then, TJ, what do you got for one of your picks? Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little rust again. Uh, I'm going with an indie title. It's called Unpacking. So what the basis is is you go through somebody's life, and it's just like these static rooms with boxes filled in them. And it tells a, a artistic story of this person's life as you go in and box the item. Like you start off as like like a nine-year-old kid and you start moving stuff around in the room. Like you start taking out like their teddy bears and their books and you find out what kind of what their interests are. And then once everything gets into the proper places, it, it moves on to the next phase of life where like next time it's they're, they're a teenager or they're in high school or in college, I mean. And you you still see kind of like the little things that they still brought over from their childhood, like the like the teddy bears that you're putting them on their uh, on the bed or their game consoles. They got multiple game consoles and stuff on there. Uh, really, really well done. It just it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, unpacking. That's all I got. You got it. I don't think any of you guys ever played it or anything, but uh, I did. What did you think of it, Mondo? I found it to be very relaxing. I enjoyed it. Um, I think I did maybe up till the person was went through college. Thank you, Gia. Uh, went through college or whatever, which I thought was really cool for me personally, maybe for you too, TJ, because of our age. Uh, it all kind of coincided with like where I was at that point. So I was like 98 and it was yeah. like showing them like unpacking their dorm room. And I was like, I was going to college and, you know, you and I in 98, unpacking my, you know, getting my dorm room set up and all that. So it kind of hit the beats for like, whoever made this must have made it for somebody around our age or whatever but it was i like that aspect of it um i think i maybe got through half of the game and then taylor came home uh over the thanksgiving break my my oldest who's 19 in her sophomore year of college and she came home and she took right to it and she knocked it out in like three or four days just like playing it like for several hours a day and she loved you know so i i just liked it it was just it was so low-key and chill like you just you come home after after work and spend a little time kind of tidying th- things up and moving stuff around in, in your place, trying to figure out where stuff goes. It gets really interesting once you start 
you get into like the uh the third or fourth phase of, of the life and you're moving in with like a significant other for the first time so you have to kind of figure out how to put your stuff with their stuff and and where everything kind of goes it's just i don't know it was very low-key like i said and uh very zen and very chill so that's that's one of my picks that's the aspect that i didn't get to was like trying to mesh your stuff with the significant other stuff because then you got to figure out what to put on the shelf next to theirs and does it go and and the cool thing too after you finish all the rooms and within a house or a home or apartment or whatever it then will like just like you'll complete it and then it goes nope you have these red uh, outlines on different objects because you put them in the wrong rooms or you didn't put them in a good spot according to the game so you had to like go through each room figure out what you put uh why did i put that over there let me put this over here and try it okay it's still not working damn it so there's a little bit of a puzzle aspect to it in a way too that i kind of, that i enjoyed yeah i wish i had finished it but i went through a good chunk of it over half of it and and it was very relaxing even abby my wife sat down and played through a couple of rooms and didn't want to hand the controller back and i was like all right you know uh go ahead i'm gonna go upstairs and use the xbox in the bedroom and i'm gonna play something else while you do this you know because she doesn't game like that but he even got her it's hooks in her so that was cool yeah yeah um it's on game pass so yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, anything that anything we mention for the list that since we have like three weeks till we record again i'm gonna try and play all the shit that i haven't played as long as it's not yeah like, sixty dollars to try something right and that's the beauty of like doing doing this doing this list the game of the year stuff more than just arguing with each other for who gets the you know their favorite game and number one two and three and all that stuff it's more just to bring awareness to games that we all loved we all put i mean you only have so much time in the day to to spend on this stuff when you're not with family or or doing other things working and stuff and so if you can be kind of turned and pushed towards some cool shit that you didn't even know was on the radar this is what we're trying to do especially with the honorable mentions that may not even make the list for next, you know, for our next episode, those are going to be big ones too. And some of those indie games need, need some love. So check them out. Um, I guess uh, for my first pick, I'm going to go ahead and just get this out of the way now because it may be an argument later, but I have a lot of love for Hitman three. And I know you guys, a lot of guys didn't play this. Hitman three was, was a fantastic game. Uh, it's kind of funny that it was kind of one of our family games. Like my daughters would like, hey, you should play Hitman 3 tonight. I'm like, uh, okay. And they just wanted to see me try to get to these elusive targets or try to get to these, you know, and then the, the, the shenanigans that would ensue as I'm trying to find this person in the map and get to them and sneak to them and put on different outfits and try to get behind, you know, in, into secret areas and climb up the sides of buildings and all this other stuff. So. It was just a fun game that I would play with my kids because they just wanted to see me try to get to these targets and take them out. Um, but yes, it's so it's so good, and I hope more people try it out and play it. It's very addicting to like do a level, and then the more you go through the level and find these hidden things or figure out this person has a key, so then the next time you can unlock a shortcut, it it, it definitely warrants more um, uh, subsequent playthroughs so that the more you play through a level and get your level mastery up then the more things that are available to you in the level going forward if you play it again and again um so the replayability is very high and that's just for each level you know and there's multiple levels that you can go through but it's a lot of fun and there's a narrative that goes through the entire thing as well from the previous game from uh, hitman 2 that carried over so yeah, so there's some story there. It's not super heavy or anything like that on the story, but you're there to to sneak around these levels, take people out, drag their bodies, and hide them and stuff. It's a lot of fun. 
I agree with you. I haven't played it, but I enjoy actually watching it on YouTube with streamers. That's and absolutely. the things they do is just amazing. I saw this dude do a, a speed run. He was just sniping people and he will have he wasn't getting caught by anybody. And it was just it's an enjoyable game just to watch myself. Absolutely. Yeah, check it out. Um, if you haven't had a chance to touch Hitman 3, it came out in January of 2021. So it's been almost a full year since that game has been out. It's very polished. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's on Xbox One, Series X, PS4, PS5, PC, Stadia. So that you have no excuse. It's all over the place. Get at it. There's usually a sale on it every now and again, too, where it's like half off and stuff like that since it's been out so long. So check it out. Yeah, I was uh, kind of looking for it on Game Pass. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's in there, but no, it's not. Um, yeah. I can't Who even knows? find it on the store, on the Xbox store. Who knows? Maybe Santa will just leave it under the tree for you. <laughs> Um, so that's my pick. So we're back to you, Ben, for round two, for the round two of uh, your picks. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go my next pick. I guess I should go with one I finished. Uh, Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was waiting for somebody to say this one. I figured it'd be you. Yeah, it was kind of between this and one other thing that I think will be mentioned before we get to me again. But, um, yeah, re- I mean really great game really creepy yeah kind of it it took because i really didn't get into resident evil until biohazard came along and they made it like a first person experience um mm-hmm. but you know i i i thought they like did really well with having the creepy elements from resident evil biohazard um but adding some more like comical wackiness to make it less just like devil's rejects and more like on the wacky crazy side of things um like having a nine foot tall woman vampire that the world becomes obsessed with sexually uh, that's pretty <laughs> who saw who saw that coming maybe they oh, did man yeah jose's given thumbs up that that was pretty much tailor-made for jose yeah um <laughs> yeah man great game i don't know bite me uh, I don't think you're gonna get any fights from anybody. TJ, you gonna fight him on this? I mean, no, absolutely not. I, yeah, that's one of the games that I actually beat this year. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of the few games I finished game. this year. Yeah, what did you like most about it, TJ? When you played it, did, was there anything in particular that kept you moving forward? Since you said it's one of the few games you finished this year, was you know, with all the other ones that were laying in the dust that never got you know touched again, this one did it for you. What did it mostly about I- it? Well, I'm a huge, well, one, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, obviously. Um, but just the story itself, actually, it was like, like Ben said, it's less Devil's Rejects, but it's more, it leans more into Resident Evil that I became familiar with, with some of the zany characters. Uh, it, it had the feel of, you know, Resident Evil 4, which was one of my favorites of all time. Um, so, yeah, I just, I really enjoyed just the, the whole, premise of it. it had some great level designs um that doll dollhouse one is just that is superb on like a psychological and just a pure horror you know front that, that stupid creature baby the you know that comes and tries to swallow you I, the thing gave me nightmares it was <laughs> so creepy yeah um, yeah that doll level is easily my favorite level um it was just really fun and it was different from everything else that we had done in the game up to that point. I think Ben and I had a nice conversation in a side quest uh, regarding this. Um, 
I believe that was you and me, Ben, wasn't it? You and I? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. yeah so, yeah, Resident Evil. Man, Village just so good. It, and then also for, for best performance, um, Maggie Robertson ended up winning for Lady Dimitrescu. Uh, she ended up winning that for uh, in the Game Awards. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I really felt like they did a really good job of having distinguishable levels because I feel like Biohazard was really creepy but there weren't distinguishable levels to that game where it all kind of blended together. Like in this game, there were like seriously, like you could delineate, Oh, it was the level with the dollar. Oh, it was Heisenberg's factory or, Oh, it was lady Dimitris, you know, castle. Like they did really well about having really nice sections of the game that were different from each other. I did enjoy that as well, because I feel like Resident Evil uh, biohazard was more like Resident Evil two. In the sense that it was all, in, in, you know, enclosed in like mostly one area, which was a police station and the old one. But in, in in Biohazard, it was mostly in that house. You know what I mean? Whether you're upstairs or in the basement or whatever, it was mostly just in one area. So, yeah, I think this is probably one of the first times that I can recall where they have actually had multiple locations that you went to on a map that wasn't within a house or a building or something like that. So, yeah, definitely cool. All right, so no arguments there on that. Uh, so who was next? Jose? I think we're at you yes, again. sir. It is yeah. me. Um, another game I think everyone will agree on, Halo Infinite. Okay, didn't waste any time. I like it. Oh, man, you got to have that on the list. Let's get at it. Pure nostalgia. The, in, the beginning was amazing. Just seeing Master Chief was just excitement. I felt like I was a kid again with the original Xbox, just playing Halo Combat Evolved. It felt good. Um, I like that that opening scene the most because it just set the tone for what you were about to get into. Like it was cold open basically, and then you know stuff's happening. We we've seen most of the opening part with the with the pilot sitting by himself in space, like Tony Stark or something. And he's getting you know he shows him younger, and then he has you know longer hair and a beard and everything. And he's looking at a like a hologram of his kid, you know, singing, singing a bedtime story or whatever, a song. And then just him bringing Master Chief back online. And then you hear the iconic voice come through, you know, we're going to go kill him. We're going to do it, you know. And then he's doing his thing. And then then he starts fighting. And the guy's like, no, don't do this. We're, we're going to die. And he's like, you know, I have to do it. I got to you know, protect humanity. And he starts doing the heroic shit. And that fight between him and that big guy, I can't think of his name right now. When he hits him with the combo, like pop, pop, pop in the stomach and then uppercuts him and the dude just takes it. And then he just grabs us, like whipping around the room and shit. It was like, this is finna get fucking good. Like oh, it had me right there. With Atriox? Yeah, it was group. so cool. Yeah, yeah that was, was like, awesome. This could be a movie or a show, which they're making in the oh, show. Oh, the Halo series looks uh, so good. It got me jazzed, though, to play yeah. more of the game. And I, not many games this year have, have done that to me where I was so excited to play it. And then in the opening you know, minutes, to the opening hour of playing it, it captured that perfectly and it's made me want to keep on plowing through it. So for sure, I'm glad you brought this one up. If you did, yeah. I was gonna. Yeah. No, the one thing I like, like you said, his like just hearing his voice, but the one that got me was when they basically turn him back on and you see his you hear his uh shield regenerating. The do I was like, yes, he's mm-hmm. back. Awesome. Absolutely. Anybody else hey, got Halo Infinite uh thoughts? How different is this from any other Halo game that's ever been released? I'm sincerely asking, not sarcastically. I'm just asking, like, 
because to me it's like i don't generally nominate like call of duty games because it's like you've repurposed the same concept and i know everyone's going crazy for this halo game i'm not trying to talk shit on it i love playing it i'm just like but how, how far they, have you gotten i mean i into the campaign yeah no no not very far okay then yeah this, this is why that, I, I don't think this is we can say that this is game of the year yet that's and that's whole. why i'm i'm asking like how different is the campaign how different is it's i mean it's ten, ten, it, it, it is, is like are there new mechanics and stuff there involved? yeah like yeah the spot that you were like uh, i'm in and i'm sure that you're probably still in you haven't even touched the game yet no, and that's that's why I'm asking, how, and I'm not I'm not like saying this shouldn't be. I'm just asking questions. Well, how, the changes how, I have seen from the other Halos to this one is the new weapon he has, the grappling hook. That's completely new. Oh, it's and amazing. Also, the upgrades that you can actually put on them, like uh, the shields, the grappling hook upgrade, and everything else. That's all new stuff. And story wise, it's still a continuation of the battle between. Covenant, Brutes, and the Humanity. So it's it's still a continuing story. Hopefully this one is an ending, but I doubt it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a kickoff for more stuff. Um, for me, Ben, to answer your question from my perspective, I would have to say that it's it's very similar to other Halos with the way it feels, um, as far as like shooting, you know, the battle rifle and different weapons and whatnot. All that stuff feels as good as it ever felt. You know what I mean? With the, especially with a new coat of paint on it and, you know, a new engine and being on a new system and everything. Uh, but also, it like what TJ and Jose were alluding to as well, it's like they, it, they, they added enough new stuff in there that it feels fresh again, you know, especially after ha- not having a new Halo for what? How long has it been since Halo 5 came out or Halo Reach? You know, those 10 games? 10 years? I don't, I don't think it's been 10, but it's been a while. What's up, TJ? Has anybody got to the ring yet? Are you actually uh, on the Halo ring? Are I'm still, still I'm still in an opening area doing all the side stuff, like taking out like these high value targets, trying to okay. let, let so all that, the greens loose, all that stuff. I'm f- just finishing that stuff up. Okay, so Ben, are you that far? Or you're actually? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I I haven't started the single player campaign. This okay. is why. This is why I ask because I've so, only played multiplayer. The, gotcha. the biggest change out of all all of this is Halo has always been a very linear story. Okay, you go through the. Uh, the environments each level at a time this halo is more like far cry or assassin's creed where you are on the halo ring and you just take it however you want to take it you go and do whatever high value target you want to do you it where you go and you got to go and check out these checkpoints and, and attack it however you want to do halo was never like that it was like small little pockets of going through and doing these things this is just I've had it, boys. I like that aspect of it, especially. You know, so it's, so it's, would you classify it as an open world game? In 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 a sense, yes. Once you get down, actually onto the ring, it is essentially open world. I know they it's were like, arguing about that. Breath of the Wild. Okay. Yeah, I know they were arguing about that a little bit on some uh, different um, podcasts and websites and stuff about well, you know, is it truly open world? Because they kind of trick you into feeling like it's an open world, but it's open world esque. It's open world light is what I've heard, you know, where it's like it is open world. It has, an, you know, you can go wherever you want within this space. But 
is it truly open world? And it's like, okay, this is it's a the same argument. Yeah, I kind of Uncharted have it, I guess, but no, Uncharted's not open world at all. No. I mean, uh, when you open a certain spot, it becomes kind of an open world. Those are a, that's a that's a linear story. It's like I, I would say it's more similar to like God of War, the newest God of War, where yeah. it's like it's kind of open world, but not really yeah. like open world in the sense of this big massive open world where you can go wherever you want do whatever you want interact with npcs and stuff i mean it's pseudo sort of open it's light for yeah. sure because if you compare like a like a sky like a skyrim to like a god of war like they both have open worlds but skyrim's open world is just one ginormous one you go wherever there's no hubs you go into and then you come into a new little area and you can explore that little area for a bit but it's not open world per se but some people might say it is i don't know it's a great conversation that we should have on a side quest for sure. Yeah, like with Skyrim, like you could live in that world. I mean, you could you could put like two hundred hours into that world, you know. It's like good that, where where with Halo, like I don't know, I don't know. I, with God of War, you couldn't do that though, right? Like, well, there's going to be a finite amount of things to do within Halo Infinite's open world, or like in a um, what was the other one we we're just talking about? Not Skyrim, uh, God of War. Like, there's gonna be a finite amount of things to do within that, you know, quote unquote open world space because they're like hubs and stuff. They want to keep right. you pushing forward to the story at some point. So I don't know. Definitely a good argument. Um, but I, like to go back to TJ's point though, we all haven't played enough of this to to, to truly maybe nominate this thing for a game of the year. Like, I don't know. If we haven't even gotten through half of it. Um, I don't know. We're gonna have That's time for the next uh part two so yeah maybe we'll, we'll leave it on the list for now but maybe it comes off the list when part two comes i don't know pj are you gonna say something nope okay. no i just that uh, just that i mean i i haven't spent enough time with it i love the multiplayer multiplayer's mm-hmm. bomb i mean i just did i don't want to play anything else yeah i mean especially from that aspect of like there are people in our gaming group and in our group chat you know tanner and and tj you sometimes as well where you guys kind of come in and come out from depending on what we're playing and what you know what mood you guys are in to play and this one has unified us all for the first time in a very long time uh since maybe one of the you know earlier uh call of duty last year um and whatnot or earlier this year uh where we got like eight people in there just nine of us in there we're just we're just blowing each other up and doing big team battle and just goofing off and having a good time and it's really brought us all together especially during these times where we're in the house more than ever so I don't know. I think it definitely deserves a conversation. Uh, let's see. Who is next? That was your pick, Jose. So we are back to you, TJ. What you got? Uh, well, let's keep with the Resident Evil theme and uh, Resident Evil 4 for VR. Um, I know none of you guys have an Oculus. You should go get them now. They're dirt cheap for for the holidays. You can get the 128 for like 199 I mean, it, it's a fantastic oh, nice. thing. Okay, uh, but yeah, uh, so Resident Evil Four VR. I'm sure everybody and their brothers played Resident Evil in some form uh, throughout their lifetime. If you haven't, go out and, and just at least watch a video on it. I mean, it was seminal at the time. It was uh, game changing, if you will. But um, this version of it to actually be in Leon's shoes when you have the the villagers and stuff coming up behind you and you have to physically turn around and you know you're shooting with the, your gun and you can also use your knife at the same time which is fantastic so you be like blop blop and then slice this guy and I, then i look to my right and take out these two guys and drop my gun and pull out my shotgun and shoot this guy and actually have to 
to reload it with, you know, and, and throw shells into it. It's just, it's so much more immersive and one of the best VR experiences I've had outside of Half-Life Alex. Uh, and to see that whole world realized in, in VR is just, it's, it's, it's something else. You, Can you it, imagine if they had done that from the ground up? And put oh. VR in there. Can you imagine? Because it looked like a lot of fun. I've been watching streamers play it, um, you know, here and there, just for the shenanigans they're doing and stuff, and doing little hand, you know, dances and stuff, and doing weird crap. But it looks like a lot of fun. I wouldn't mind getting my hands on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, if you can't, if you could find them, I mean, you can find Oculuses everywhere, dude. It, it's the PlayStation VR was really cool when it came out, but this thing is. It's so much better. I I mean, once the I'm sure once the PS5 VR comes out, it's gonna top it, top the Oculus. But as for right now, it, they just keep adding stuff onto it, like it, newer modes for it to to help with motion sickness and everything. Like I can wear this thing for hours now and not get motion sick. Oh, that's no, what's fitting, up. no matter what game I'm playing. Uh, and then the just the stuff that they've done with, um, you know, wireless sync to your PC so you can play PC VR games is it's fantastic. So. Um, I was going to quick quick question for you regarding that. Uh, yes. No, very minimal cords as well, right? Just the headset and the 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 um. There's no cords. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Because with the PSVR, um, I'm still using that the first gen one because the second gen hasn't come out yet. That thing, it's like it's so clunky to pull out. Like I want to play like Gia, my daughter, my 11 year old. She wants to play like you know Beat Saber with me or whatnot. And then it's like ah, I got to get it out. Then I got to plug all this crap up. And then I got to like have the cord dangling down the back of my you know, the back of my neck, down my, you know, down the back of my shirt and all this stuff and everything. And then I got to put the headphones on on the top of it and plug that into the thing. And it's just oh, yeah. a big hassle to get it all set up. And then if you don't play it for a while, it's just sitting there taking up space. Yeah. I don't know. They this this one it. here, it's, it, it's got like five cameras on it. So you don't have to have anything to like act as a guardian or anything. You just, it, it sees your surroundings and then you go and paint a, an area mm-hmm. on your, uh, on your floor or whatever. To, as your guardian so you don't like run into crap or run into people and like you get so close it, it takes you out of the actual vr so you can see it with the, the cameras uh great piece of tech great great nice. piece of tech. fair enough that's um, it cool but then i guess it's back to me um let's see here you already spoke about resident evil village let me just take that off my list or the notch next next to it or whatever um, Fort says, well, I'm going to go ahead and throw one out there that maybe no one else is going to bring up as well. I want to talk about Returnal. Returnal was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it was, uh, to, to quote girlfriend reviews, it was diarrhea Christmas lights all the time, just shooting out at you. It was lights everywhere. Just, you know, it was constant, you know. Uh, but it was a lot of fun in like a Metroid way. And TJ, you're a fellow Metroid lover. Like, that's one of my favorite things, Castlevania. Um, it just it scratched a weird itch in a new way which was really awesome just trying to figure out where to go in like these dungeons like a dungeon crawler kind of way trying to figure out where i should go and then trying to level up my person but then also adding a death loop kind of uh mechanic to it where you you die and you start all over again but you're aware that you died and not everything and trying to tell this weird narrative it really caught my attention early in the year when it came early in the year when it came out in april at the end of april when there wasn't really a lot of stuff to play up to that point we're all kind of just waiting for the you know resident evil and and some of this other stuff to hit in the early summer so um and also a ps5 exclusive so not a lot of people not a lot of people got their hands on it 
initially, which sucks. And not, not a lot of people have gotten their hands on it to this date because of the PS5 issue. But yeah, a great game. It did um, sour me a little bit later on as I was trying to get through it. It just kind of lost momentum, but it captured my attention for a good while there. And I enjoyed it a lot, just trying to figure out where to go. And and now they've even added in, thankfully, which is, you know, months and months later, but they've added in the ability to kind of like keep your keep your save um, and whatnot so that you can keep going on a run if you have to stop. Because before you had to complete a run and a run could take anywhere from like, you know, 15 45 minutes you know anywhere depending depending on if you die or not or how much shit you're looking for so i mean can you just sit and play something for 45 minutes and not have to pause it <laughs> or not have to turn it off you know so yeah i uh i enjoyed it when it when it came out it, it did scratch that itch until metroid dread came out but it mm-hmm. um it had a really cool art style it was like a bullet hell too which was really really unique yeah. across that genre in there um so yeah I'll, I'll i'll put a tick by it yay well we have a, a good amount going here we're not quite done yet i think we're about halfway maybe a little over halfway so we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll come back and get this list this list finished Right, good points, man. We're back, and uh, we're talking about more games here. <laughs> I thought you were going to set the mood here. I mean, I was about to. I was trying to channel my my Wankman. Yeah, is that is that a real dude? I feel like it's a What's real. What's wrong person. with you? I feel like Skip Wankman is a real person. I'm going to Google this shit right now. Skip Wankman and his co-host Punch Bundleson. What? What? <laughs> what did you just say to me? I think we got a fight now. Is his name Punch? isn't it? Isn't it Spank Wankman though? <laughs> what okay so skip wankman is an actual person and what is he a person played by sam mcmurray class okay i'll come back to this some other time <laughs> oh he's in a movie class a, act okay i had a feeling that that name came from somewhere my brain just stored it and kept it on file just for this very moment because i was like i don't know i'm not making this up i know i pulled that from somewhere i didn't make it up okay. yeah it's a m- movie class act yeah, with the uh, kid at play, like the nineties, like ninety one or something like that. Hey, wow, how about that? Old uh-huh. school, right there. Name you out here every day. <laughs> you need something um, wrong with you over here every day, right? Um, so shit. So we are back to Ben starting us off again. Ben, what's your next pick? You know, this has just like made me kind of feel like shit about myself because so many of these games I'm nominated, like I I haven't finished. <laughs> like I'm just like what you know, like I'm. I'm nominate. I'm down to nominating games that I think are deserving, but I've gotten like halfway through them. Um, I guess next I'll do Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, good call. Incredible good call. story. Uh, really fun, fun game. I haven't gotten nearly as far in as it as I'd like to. Um, hopefully, I got a few days off before I leave town, so hopefully I'll have some more time to jam into it. But um, yeah, man, just fucking super fun, lighthearted action game with lots of 80s silly arcade vibes mm-hmm. i love the 80s music the most like how they yeah. incorporated it i mean that's peter quill all day i mean just as he's walking around with his with his with his walkman on his on his hip i looked i look over at my wife and i was like man i really want a walkman again just to have it and then use it for like 10 minutes and just put it on a shelf so i can collect I say, then you're gonna have it and then it's <laughs> like you know you're not gonna use it 
I'm at that point in my life where I just want shit just to have it, even though I probably won't use it more than once or twice over the course of its lifetime. I just want to know that it's there to comfort my 11 year old self. If I decide I want to put it on my head and put a, a shitty tape in it and push play, you know, yeah. I'm at that point. I know a guy. I know just a guy. do it. Just, yes. just, just go to the pawn shop and you'll find it very, very That's cheap. Right. Dude, collect the mania all day long. Yeah. I'm going to do that because I know if you try to go on like Amazon and buy one, like a brand new, like, you know, a Sony, you know, Walkman or whatever, like a legit, like something like that. They're going to gouge you because people are buying that crap up. It's, I think I saw one on there for like 250 bucks. And I was like, Damn. get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Like, what are we doing? I, you know I saw a sweet Emerson that'll do you right, baby. Okay. Collect the mania all day long. How much? How much was it? It, like it was like $15. Oh, dude, buy it for me. I'll pay you back. Snag that <laughs> shit. Do you see something like that in good condition, like a tape cassette player that, can you, that you can put on your hip or on your belt just for the fuck of it? Like, not that I want to put it on there, but I might walk around the house and put it on my hip and just feel, yeah, feel my 1989 self. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be down for that. But yeah, that's a good pick, man. Or even like when, when he calls in the group and you're getting your ass kicked and you're fighting a bunch of people and your, your health is getting low and he's like, huddle up, guys. You know, and they all huddle up and he's giving them a, a pep talk and you got two choices based on what they're saying to you in the huddle, which one you should pick. And if you pick the right one, then they get a boost. More yeah, so it's, than a really, it's a really fun functionality. I really. really yeah. Like and then like the first time that happened and then the, they just pick a random 80s song off of the, the playlist and it just pops up. You know, you, you're listening to Hit Me With Your Best Shot. As you're sliding across the floor and popping people and glitter shits flying on everybody that you're killing and stuff, it's just so cool. And then you hear Drax and Gamora arguing in the background, having these like stupid conversations while you're fighting. They capture the essence of of Guardians of the Galaxy perfectly in a game form. So, and yeah, that's what pick. made it what made it so good was that it's the con talking and and feeling like you're with them all the time. Uh, yeah, no, it's way different than, you know, I, I, I was skeptical when it came out because I thought it was going to be like the Avengers and the Avengers is, well, we've, we've talked about it in depth on this podcast that it's probably one of the worst games any of us have ever played. Um, even pretty, after trying pretty bad, pretty bad. Uh, yeah. guardians was, a, was a happily, how do I put it? <laughs> Not happily. It was just, it was. Way better Pleasant than surprise. I anticipated. Pleasant so, surprise. Thank you. It was a ray of sunshine. It really it reminded coming. me a lot. It reminded me a lot of like the spirit of the old Deadpool video game. It's not similar in gameplay, but it's just like that Deadpool video game was exactly what a Deadpool video game should be. And in that sense, like this Guardians of the Galaxy game was exactly what a Guardians of the Galaxy game should be. For sure. I think for me, the, the thing that I enjoyed the most about the game was the fact that it respected my time. I didn't finish it yet. I plan to. I think I'm on like chapter 12 and I think there's like 16 of them or something like that or 15 chapters somewhere in there. Um, but it respects my time and the fact that I play so much open world stuff, whether it be Assassin's Creed or or games that are like going to keep me coming back like a Fortnite or a Call of Duty multiplayer that is like it never ends really, you know, so to have all that other stuff that takes so much of your time to finish or even play or finish a battle pass to have something that's a finite amount of hours. It's only this many hours. It's taking me on a nice little roller coaster ride. Like you would go to a music park kind of thing. You get on the ride. It takes you up, takes you down. There's some fast parts some slow parts. And before you know it, boom, you're done. Like, dude, that was a lot of fun. I'm going to go through that again. It's nice having something that small and bite-sized to get through that is, has a very narrated thing. And just lets me just enjoy that ride. I don't have to worry about making choices or rethinking my choices or 
wandering around and all the other shit. It was, it's been great for that. Yeah. I'll so de- definitely a pick. Uh, who is next? Uh, that was Jose. Jose, that was your pick, wasn't it? It was Ben's. That was Ben's pick. Okay. So now we're on yeah. you, Jose. All right. Uh, I think this is going to be a little controversial for you guys, but I really enjoyed this campaign. Like, I really enjoyed it. Call of Duty Vanguard. What the what? Vanguard. Hmm. The campaign itself was hmm. one of the best next to the original Modern Warfare. Hmm. Take your word on this one. I'll give you the campaign. I, I haven't played it. You haven't touched it yet? Okay. Nope. Okay. I, I have no desire. It might just be you and I, Jose, then that have played Call of Duty Vanguard so far, as far as multiplayer or the campaign. No, I haven't touched multiplayer. I just played the campaign and I left the game. Really? Because I'm not going to touch that. I'm not. I, I, Why not? Just, no. just, just to say you did. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah. Eh, it's all the not? reviews I'm seeing. I don't think it's really worth it, but you I, I, I will dabble in it. I will dabble in it eventually. But <laughs> you're talking like you don't own the game. Like you got to go buy no, it. You already I have, have I have the game. But it's just that the campaign was really good. Yeah. Like every character that they had was amazing. And their backstories, how how they they how they were picked to form that team was very good. So sure. yeah, I put this on my list. Yeah, I thought about adding this to my list, but it just didn't it didn't crack there. I mean, like there have been Call of Duties in the past when we since we've been doing this where I, I felt strong enough to to like have them on my list initially, and then they got knocked off later on. Usually, it was you fighting for those, and we all know how that usually went down for you. Yeah, they usually lose. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the campaign is really good. The multiplayer, I'm still kind of lukewarm on. I'm still, I still think Cold War felt better to me. But some people are saying it's the other way around for them, so I don't know. You can't deny Lady Nightingale was amazing. She's my favorite, for sure. She's very good. Yeah, that campaign's a lot of fun. And you actually are, and they didn't like sugarcoat it like they did in um, what was the other Call of Duty? Um, the World War Two one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. World they didn't War sugar. II. Yeah, World War Two. <laughs> they didn't sugarcoat <laughs> the Nazis like actually like kidding the for- like the Third Reich and the Nazis like you're actually killing them. So it's you're shooting at them, yeah. and you. You can tell that you are. So it's, it's, that was exciting. Ben, you want to say something? I'm, I'm calling shenanigans on this in all future Call of Duty nominations. You have no say. At, at this point, you haven't played it. I'm sorry, man. Like, you at, haven't played this, it. I know. I'm just, let me, you know, say what I'm saying here. The, <laughs> at this point, they're just reskinning the same game every two or three years. Every time a new developer, like makes the new one whatever the cycle is they're just like reskinning the same mechanics with some minor tweaks and okay but i'm not talking about the multiplayer i'm talking about the campaign itself how long the campaign is different you can't nominate just the campaign you gotta like the whole game is a whole through like a campaign in call of duty how many hours hours. we're like six to seven hours or something like that you come on son like how are you gonna nominate a six hour game for game of the year he Unless it's an indie Usually. game. And that, at that yeah. point, it's like, okay, indie games are like singular concepts. But I don't know. 
I'm just I mean on the fence between this with you guys. Like I can see Jose's stuff because I've I played the multiplayer, I've played the campaign, I haven't finished the campaign, but I'm right at the end, I think. And I also get what Ben's saying too, where it's like <sighs> Like they know. would have to do something like to just blow my fucking socks off in terms of like like modern warfare warzone was like okay maybe i would nominate that maybe i, I would have later. nominated modern warfare mm-hmm. when it came out because that story yeah. and the, yeah. and the multiplayer it was a complete package but they got it they got to like really fucking blow you like every like cold war vanguard i mean have either of those won any awards or like has the chatter been like I don't know, man. I'm just they and and most of the the game awards that have happened over the last couple of months that have put you know, besides the big one, which is the game awards. Um, I don't think Call of Duty or Battlefield was was won anything. I mean, Battlefield is a completely year. broken game right now. So yeah, even on anybody's list right now, I'm sure Battlefield is bringing some people some some joy that are like you know the hardcore ones that are going to play every Battlefield when they come out, regardless of you know whatever. Um, but overall, that the, the like the the feelings on that game is is not so great for that one. And Call of Duty is probably just a notch or two above that, which is still isn't great either. So, so Vanguard, I mean, so I don't know. I'm right, just gonna put it out there. Yeah, I know sure. it's gonna go away, but it's on my list. <laughs> hey, you, but but you and Ben had the second fight of the of the of the uh, episode, so. Yeah, good deal on that. I don't know who won. I'm coming out punching because you're you're trying uh-huh. to bring on some shit on Cyberpunk when you haven't even played it. So I'm going to bring Cyberpunk on some is a complete so, broken so, game. So I'm going to bring on some shit on Vanguard, even though I haven't played it. You know, just pulling a Jose. At, at least Vanguard is playable. Back to your corners. Back to your corners. No, I'm still swinging this. There's no fucking bells for me. <laughs> uh, you guys are coming. Just, just, just call in the National Guard. Y'all, they're going to tear the whole city up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that brings us to TJ's next pick. What you got? Uh, let's go ahead and go with Ratchet and Clank, a rift apart. It took you long enough. If you didn't say it this time around, I was definitely going to say it. So, yeah, that, that, that's an amazing, amazing, amazing choice. That is, that is correct, sir. What you got? Tell us about it. Uh, well, it's like playing a freaking cartoon. That's one thing. I the graphics in that game. I mean, for a, a PS5 launch game, holy crap! Like it, it was like watching the animated movie Pixar. that they came out with. Yeah, it's just, it was. It was, and it's super fun. It's just, it's just a fun light game. Um, the story is whatever. It's it's second whatever, but just fun wise, minute to minute fun. Uh, and showing off what a system can do. Ratchet and Clank rift apart. Enough said. Moving on. All right. You will get no arguments from me. That game was amazing. I did knock it out as well. Um, like you said, it, it was super smooth, buttery smooth frame rate. Uh, the animation in it looked like you're watching a Pixar movie. I mean, I sent you guys a cutscene at one point and just took a picture. And you're like, is that, that, that in the game? I remember somebody saying like Tanner or somebody was asking about it. Dude, that's how it looked all the time it was amazing especially if you have a nice tv dude it just it is it'll melt your eyeballs right out of your your damn head it's so Agreed. good yeah so but, fucking salty about this i want to play that game so bad same i, I, I want I, I it and i will keep it just for you man when you get a ps5 it is yours yeah take it borrow it whatever you want to do um yeah great game good pick tj not much to be said about this other than how awesome it is 
Ramondo. Uh, that brings me to my next one. Rather than go with an obvious choice, I'm going to go with one that is going to be a controversial one. More than likely won't stay on the list, but I want to talk about it for a minute because it's brought me a lot of joy over the last couple of weeks of playing it. And that is Tales of Arise. Uh, came out on September 10th. It is an JRPG. Uh, it's on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X and S. Um, it's a lot of fun. And if you like anime, this is right up your alley because the cutscenes are straight up anime. That's all it is. It's like a cartoon in between. You had me hooked. Dude, it's so good. I mean, even when they're not doing the cartoon rendering or the cutscenes and stuff, and you're just seeing them talk, you know, having conversation with NPCs and all that other stuff, you know, you still got to go, because <gasps> she said something that, you know, cut through on them. And then you got the beat of sweat kind of thing. And, and you know, it's, it's just really well done. The combat is versatile and you're moving constantly. Think, think Final Fantasy VII uh, remake uh, type battle system where you're, you can move around as the fighting is happening. You're not taking turns and waiting and all that other stuff. It's like, you know, you're moving around like Final Fantasy XV or Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, you're telling your people what to do. You only control your character, though. So you still have, but you can still call in help from other characters. Similar to um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the way you only control Peter Quill. Um, so it, it's a lot of fun. The story is, has, has pulled me in initially. I was like, this story is bullshit. You know, in the first couple hours, like, what is this? The Renans and the Denons? Why, why are their names so fucking similar for being two like feuding factions that have enslaved the other and they're sick of this shit. And now they're trying to fight back. But then one of the, the Denons that was a slave is being helped by one of the Renans who has a, a magical ability. Okay. I'll bite. And then it starts to open up and he's, after a couple of hours, the story starts to take hold and you feel it pulling you forward. It's like, okay, this, this is good. Why, why do you think they're fighting, man? Their names sound so similar. They're battling <laughs> out for the fucking name. Like, whoever loses <laughs> got to change their fucking family name, you know? We, we race them for pink slips and names. Uh, yeah, man. It, it, it's a surprise to me because I wasn't even going to play it. I remember trying Chris Tales um, through um, the Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, and didn't, didn't really take to that. And I've really been itching for a really good JRPG to engross myself in, similar to what I did with Persona 5, you know, several years ago. But I was looking for just something to capture me, especially after Final Fantasy VII Remake. You know, I've already done all that stuff. I need to finish up the DLC on the inner, what is it, the inner, uh, what's, I can't remember what the DLC is, but it has Yuffie in it, Yuffie. Um, but yeah, so I was looking for something like that, just something to, to just do some rpg shit and this this fit the bill so if you are interested check it out i know it won't make the top 10 list but i want to at least bring it up because it's on my top 10 for sure what have you finished it yet no hell no uh this this will be hours this will be i'll probably end up putting like 100 150 hours into this game if i if if i play it as much as i think i'm going to play it at least 100 if it's that long what they what they don't tell you is at the end of the game whoever loses has to change their last name to, Wank, to wankman <laughs> skip wankman they're they're the wankmans now it's their punishment for losing i love it yeah man if you like it, jrpgs check I'll, it out and if you like wankman. anime like anime get in there man it's good stuff i love anime right uh ben we're back to you again what you got uh far christ okay i won't fight you on that my last one um yeah, classic Far Cry game. Really fun. I, I feel like not my favorite Far Cry game ever. Um, that's honestly, man, like kind of turning into 
like a like a fucking like a Call of Duty situation for me where they're just reskinning and we have now another story of rebellion where you have to take that like it's the same game every time just in a different world and it's sort of always the same story of someone having to take over some kind of like rebellion or overthrow some kind of leader and I don't know yeah it's it's great for what it is but I I feel like they need to maybe shake it up a little more I was I was uh, honestly a bit disappointed with Giancarlo Esposito I thought it was going to be a little more Really? Off the he wall. did an amazing. No, no, for no, he did an amazing job. I feel like the game oh, they okay. made wasn't maybe necessarily as deserving of his talents as it could have been. You know? uh, I see what you're saying. I thought maybe you were just like questioning like how well he did. Like, oh, I thought he's gonna do a better job. I'm like, what are you talking about? He knocked it out of the park. I think and that's that's not to talk shit about the game because I I'm obviously nominating it. I think it did a great job, but I think that they can do be- better than what they did. I. I don't know. That's just my mm-hmm. opinion. How do you guys? I heard feel the about DLC's it? really good. Is it DLC for everybody? Usually is with Far Cry games. The DLC well, is usually better than it's the, the. It's like they brought back that one guy from Far Cry Three, the main villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, did they? Uh, yeah. uh, Vaughn. Vaughn. Is it Vaughn? I believe it's Vaz. Vaz. That there it is. That's what it was. V A S S. Yeah, I think you're right. Vaz. Far Cry Four. Was he was pretty good. Movie. Far Cry Three was my favorite. What were you gonna say, Ben? I'm sorry. Four was the first one I ever played, so I never played three. Three was great. Is my fave. Yeah. Prior to this one, I jumping into Far. I I agree with Ben with Far Cry Six being a good game. Um, jumping into the map, I thought that like at the beginning, I thought I was like, why is this map so small? And then I finished the basically the intro missions, and it just completely opened up the map. I'm like, fuck, this is huge now. I right. got overwhelmed by it. Yeah. It's still a fun game. But that's it suffers from for me, it suffers from the Ubisoft disease, if you will, where it's like, I'm going to give you this ginormous map and I put a bunch of fucking icons on it. And then I'm going to let you just do whatever you want to do. And it's kind of like it kind of slides a little bit into Ben's argument about some of the other games about like Call of Duty and whatnot, where it's like you're just taking I don't want you necessarily say reskinning, but you're taking this concept and you're just recycling it to me. And it was funny because I was watching a YouTube video where um, I think it was Girlfriend Reviews or one of those was making fun of it, uh, Ubisoft, because they took, like, if you think about all the games they have out there with, uh, um, you know, uh, with Far Cry's, the Assassin's Creed's, uh, what's, what's, the, what, what's the one other one? Um, Watch. Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs and all those. It's, they're all the same concept. It's, a, it's a, a, an open world with a bunch of shit to do, a bunch of little side things to do. And then you just check them all off as you go along and you level up your person and stuff. And you, you know, it's like, they're all really the same. In a lot I mean, in a, in a, a, yeah. a classic case of where someone does that the right way is the Batman Arkham games. Like we're different every single time, sort of uh, with the exception of maybe the last two, uh, but you had the asylum first and then you had like Gotham and then you had Arkham Knight and like they, they were they were not recycling the same fucking concepts every there were new mechanics new elements to the world new like new everything every time so it was like not the same recycled shit yeah. over and over it's, yeah they also knew when to stop making the games because it was like getting a little <laughs> you know they were they knew when enough was enough and like it's time to do like these new dc games that now well well ubisoft definitely uh I, i'll give them some credit this time around because they they at least waited to do another Assassin's Creed because before they were cranking out Assassin's Creed every year, 
they're cranking out like a new Far Cry every couple of years. They're cranking out a new Ghost Recon. They're cranking out a new, you know, a new White. Well, Watch Dogs, not so much. That was only two of those. But a lot of, a lot of their games, they were just cranking out another one here and there. And, and like, honestly, from going to Assassin's Creed for one year, then the next year, Watch Dogs, and then after that, you know, a Ghost Recon, they're all very similar feeling games. And that was kind of what I was feeling last year when we were doing the Game of the Year talks and probably the year before that, too, if I go back and listen. But I was getting open world fatigue. It was like, there's too many open world games out all at the same fucking time. I, I can't do it. It's just too much. So I think Ubisoft sometimes suffers from that. And hopefully going forward, they kind of wrangle some of that in. Well, they don't distinguish experience. themselves enough either. You know, like Horizon I, yeah. Zero Horizon Zero Dawn was like its own thing. Like that was a fleshed out, like new concept. For Breath sure. Like wild, you know, like new thing. I like them enough that I know what they're about. And if I want that thing, I know I can go to them and get that thing and it'll be great. But otherwise, it's something that is like, it's out there a lot. So, yeah. But yeah. great game, though. a lot of fun. A lot of shenanigans in that game. That would be fun to stream somebody, you know, streaming and let people watch you play because you can do all kinds of bullshit. It's so fun to play. All right. Um. So that was Ben's pick. So let's go on down to TJ. No, it's me. Oh, wait, no, it's Jose. My bad. Why are you trying to skip me? Because you guys aren't going in order. For me, the order is different. I got to just, yeah. Yeah, then you have an order that's going to go. Okay. I'm just gonna... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> going back. Um... <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? My next game is Scarlet Nexus. Mm. JRPG. Um, it came out on the Game Pass a, a while back. Uh, I was going to bring this up for you, Romano, but I was going to save it till I till my turn. Um, this is I think this is a game that you'll enjoy. Um, at first, it looked very like um, it looked like a hack and slash type of game. But once you open it up more, it becomes more tactical. Um, you have to you have to just maneuver around the game the the uh the enemies it's not open world ish it's kind of has a linear to it but it does have um these bubbles that you could just roam around and search for stuff and just fight uh monsters so it's it's an enjoyable game that i don't think a lot of uh a lot of our group have even seen it i think the only person other than me was uh Joel mhm yeah for sure I started out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I I liked it. I got just just past the tutorial. Uh, I was in that first city hub, kind of doing some stuff in there. Um, but like, I really enjoyed the combat. Like being able to pick up an entire train and like chuck it at somebody. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, Mondo yeah. played it too. I think. Yeah, I played a little. Oh, bit okay. Yeah, yeah. So- it, it definitely gave me vibes of like near, like near replicant or like near um, automata uh vibes but 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 also mixed with like some nino kuni too or like maybe even like astral chain or something like that so it it definitely had a fun vibe or even like devil may cry it definitely it had little 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 flavors of devil may cry in there because you're moving around so much while you're fighting which is a lot like that tales um the the game i was recommending to you guys earlier tales of arise yeah tales of arise so i think if you like this game Scarlet Nexus, I think you'll like that one. It's a little more RPG than this one is. This is more action, but that's action RPG too, but that's way more JRPG, I would feel like. But yeah, we'll definitely have to swap some notes on these two games and, and check them out with each other. Okay, so now I think we're at we're up to TJ at this point. I only got two left on my list. 
Okay. Well, nothing wrong with that. Uh, and they're both, uh, they're both a little heavy. Yeah. I think, uh, I think mm -hmm. this first man, first man is Metroid Dread. Yes. I'm with you on this. I had it on my list as well. So you saved me having to talk about it. Tell us uh, why you uh, think Metroid Dread deserves to be on the list. Because it's Metroid. <laughs> and uh, you know, I can't and argue with that. Yeah, that's I'm a good enough answer. And I'm out. No. That is correct. <laughs> Metroid Dread is the answer. No. Uh, really, really fun. It's been a, it's been a, been a while, been a grip since anybody's actually played a, uh, a 2D Metroid game that, um, or a Metroid game that doesn't suck. Because I think other M was the last one that was. Well, no, I take that back. I guess there was the one on the 3DS. Uh, oh, Metroid yeah. Samus Returns, which is the the blueprint for this one. Um, yes, I know. Like people like uh, like our fine colleagues here, Mister Mister Dupay isn't really into metroid or 2d things that are fun what i whoa whoa <laughs> uh, whoa uh, put him on blast Damn, son. that's Good. what you're doing i don't i, don't, I, I have Jesus. no i have no problems with metroid i i, I really want to play it it looks fucking amazing what i've never said anything bad about i, I feel like ben i feel like ben was the dude like at at school that had his back turned talking to another group of people and tj says some hot shit at a different lunch <laughs> table and he's like hey 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 motherfucker hey Never said that. Dude's looking at him like, "Did you say that shit? Did you say that shit? <laughs> did you no, I, say I that? didn't. I did not say oh, that. Metroid. Shit. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I no. I I thought Metroid looks fucking incredible, man. I'm just like having fun. No, it's he's defending himself. <laughs> <laughs> just stand in the uh, street. Just, just stand in the street and get it on. Yeah, super fun game. Um, they really did up the elements from the other one where uh. The uh, being able to bash enemies as they come into you, or just the the upgrade path of going through it, game really really picks up uh, about midway through it, and like on getting upgrades. And the my the biggest thing is these Emmy battles or Emmy situations where this giant robot comes through you. You gotta like try to sneak through these uh, these corridors, and if it detects you, it's like game over, one hit, boom, done, you're dead. I don't know how many times I get through some of these sections and it just pisses me off because I think it, those parts, while they're intimidating, it's bad level design sometimes. It's bad game design. I should be able to, to, to parry these things a little more often than I do. Yeah. Mondo? I agree with this. The parry stuff is, is it's, it's a cool concept. That I think if they make another one of these, they'll flesh it out. But it's something where I got a little frustrated at times during like boss fights and stuff where it's like, come on, are you, I can't tell where if it's it, like, is there a weird hit box on me that I'm not aware of where that hit comes in or am I just not timing it right? Is there some kind of like lag situation with the switch and my TV or something? Like, what are we doing? So yeah, oh, that's I, definitely an issue for me. I know why I was, I was busting Ben's balls. It's not that he, he doesn't like Metroid. He doesn't like games that don't hold his hand. That's what it was. Oh, because there's no, oh, no, man. there's no way. Low blow. You, you have to go. You just have to figure stuff out on your own. There's nothing that's telling you to go this way. You just have to go and figure it out on your own. Listen, you elderly motherfucker. <laughs> I I have no problem with games not holding my hand. I just said I didn't like playing the games that you used to play on Atari back in the day when all you had was like a black dot on the screen and you gotta find your way out of this big complex maze. You know? Hey look, adventure was really fun. Damn. 
damn, y'all getting at it, man. Why don't y'all get out in the street and just handle this? Just we'll just make a circle around y'all and y'all can just handle y'all business and be done with it. You guys keep throwing rocks at me, man. You're gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to fucking come mm. out of my cage here. I'm fucking you guys up. <laughs> all right, all right, ben, all right, Ben, calm down, man. Just chill it, take it easy, man. <laughs> take it easy, fellas. No, I, I think I did I did previously say that I didn't like this the Super Nintendo Metroid Dread game because it was like it was just a bit a big maze you had to find your way out of and I was like uh I don't know but this new one does look really fucking cool so yeah it's a lot of fun it's been my it's been my bedtime game at when I you know if we I mean are hanging out downstairs watching a movie or a show or something like that and you're like should we just go lay in bed and I'm going upstairs to read I'm like yeah I'll come upstairs and lay in bed I'll grab the switch and I'll I'll play the Metroid Dread you know that's been my my just winding down game lately um and it, it, i don't know it's a lot of fun i'm I'm not done with it yet it's not a super long game either i just need to sit i've just been using it for bite-sized moments when i'm sitting laying in bed like i said um otherwise i'm, at, I'm actually at the series x for the ps5 or something like that i'm usually playing something else but yeah I'm it's been you. very I enjoyable i haven't beat it yet i'm to a spot where it gets pretty pretty challenging uh towards the later parts of it I, i'm at a spot where i'm fighting two bosses at once it's almost like a boss rush where it's oh, one shit. boss go through an area then it's another boss uh so that's where i'm at i think i'm getting pretty close to the end but it's uh the difficulty's definitely ramped up on it okay yeah i know i know jake uh our buddy jake he finished it i was chatting him up about that he's finished uh, it twice. last week yeah he's gone through it multiple times and he kind of gave me shit he's like what you haven't even finished it once what the hell are you doing i was like i don't know just play too much different shit sometimes when my attention gets pulled away for a little while but yeah we're busy playing good games and not games like uh <laughs> predator <laughs> why you gotta throw, throw in shade at why are you dude. throwing this at jake he can't even defend himself that's you have to tell him to listen to this episode and 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 so he can be mad about it actually predator uh, predator is pretty fun it's fun but it's, it's not it. a i don't think it's a good game necessarily it served its purpose when when it came out and, and that whole you know asymmetric thing that everybody likes to do sometimes i i gave him resident evil village and he hasn't even touched it yet <gasps> what see that's more egregious to me than anything else that game is great yeah oh well he, in his defense i did also give him uh guardians of the galaxy and both him oh, and my okay. buddy adam are playing it right now so okay all right i guess we can let it we, we can let that slide jake if you listen to this we're letting it slide bro it's all good for now for now yes exactly coming back though joe pesci style um i'm gonna go ahead and toss back for blood on there and that's gonna be done with my list as far as like games that i want to nominate i do have a that was that them. was an honorable mention for me yeah i have some honorable mentions i would just add that i want to say just go through a list with in a moment but yeah back for blood i don't know if it's more me just loving it because i love you know uh left for dead so much left for dead 2 uh, but it's one of those games that I feel like I enjoyed more than anything else because it brings me and a, and a few buddies together. You know what I mean? All of us hanging out and trying to stay alive long enough to get through this wave or get through this, le- this level or this area. And it just reminds me of all the good times playing that game with like Joel and Michael and, and some other buddies playing, you know, playing Left 4 Dead 2 and Left 4 Dead 1. But they nail it, man. The, it, this is, for all intents and purposes, it, this is Left 4 Dead 3. You know, but of course, Valve can't count to three. So, uh, you know, they had to go ahead and do it themselves. So, yeah, it's really good. Um, they do have some stuff to, to, to polish up a little bit on some on some things as far as matchmaking and some other things. But the game is doing really well. I feel like it 
It's in Game Pass, so you can't beat that. So if you have Game Pass and you haven't tried this yet, what are you doing? So get on that. But I think the thing that kept it off of my list. Sorry, pardon me as I get comfortable here. Uh, the thing that kept this off my list was like the there are some elements of it that are pretty whack. Um, just in terms of like matchmaking and like it just doesn't flow. It's not just a game you jump into anymore and you can play by yourself and like you know like it, like you Mondo yeah. got you got st- but you can but you kind of can't right like because the bots are so bad. It depends <laughs> on what level you put up think. at as far as difficulty. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But I played through the entire campaign alone and been in. Also, I was playing with other people helping them through their campaigns. Um, and I did get stuck at the end on one part, and I finally got through it and ended up finishing it but and the card the card system is really complicated a little bit convoluted you know it just like it didn't feel as simple as a left for dead game should feel where it's just like you just hop in there and start like mowing down zombies and you don't have to deal with all these perk systems and cards that was the stuff i hated about fallout 76 though i'm never a big fan of like complex upgrade systems and stuff like that it's always just like uh, this is so like I just want to shoot some fucking zombies, you know. But yeah. but the 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 gameplay aspect of it was really good. I was really like on the fence about whether or not to include it because it was a super fun game. Absolutely, yeah. it's not on my list at all. So. Yeah, I don't well, think it'll make it all the way up, you know, anywhere high on the top ten list or anything like that. But it's just definitely one that we've been waiting long enough for them to make a third game. And this is, like I said, for all intents and purposes, this is Left for Dead Three. Um, and just bringing friends together to play. I feel like it needs to be brought up at the very least. Maybe it, it makes the bottom of the list. More than likely, it probably won't be on the list, but exactly. it's, still, it's a lot of fun, though. My thing regarding... Um, it would have been a good game. Like The concept is there for me and everything, like playing with friends. But for me, it's the shooting. Something about the shooting just feels very off. Um, like when it's I'm not a shooter, that's why. You know? Yeah, so... Like compared to Halo and Call of Duty and sometimes Battlefield, their shooting, like their aiming is very on point. It's very stiff. Like and then for Back for Blood, it just feels very spongy and very loose that I can't just for some reason, I just can't grasp that that style of shooting. Nice. I feel like Jose is like the wine connoisseur of first person shooters. He's like holding the glass he's like it's got like kind of an oaky afterbirth scent it's kind of fruity at uh, the end you know just you know like that, that's how <laughs> he, like you describe first person shooting in the most fucking complex ways i've ever heard man i love it right <laughs> but yeah thank you um, i would have to say like yeah just definitely check out back for blood if you have game pass for sure it's, it's in there i mean why not uh, grab a couple of friends, or you play it solo. And just turn the button, just turn the difficulty down, so you can actually enjoy it. You'd be pissed off. Um, uh, I guess that's it. From I don't, I don't have anything else from my list, but I did want to bring up a couple of honorable mentions just real fast. We don't talk about each one individually, but I want to call them out. Does anybody else have honorable honorable mentions as well? I do. Uh, I do. I have a okay. question. Yeah, what's up? Do DOCs count? Ooh, I not count for game what? of the year. For game of the year, no. I would say no. As an honorable mention? Like, oh, uh, you want to bring it up and tell people to play it, go, by all means, go for it. Okay. 
Well, yeah. well, let's start with Ben and we'll come around to you. Yeah. Any honorable mentions? We don't talk about them all in depth. Just, you know, mm-hmm. throw them out there. Tell us why you want somebody to play them. Uh, ben, you're up. Just, uh, just one. Uh, the medium, I thought, was a really cool idea for a game. And I really hope they get to make a second one. Uh, because I think it just wasn't totally fleshed out the way it could have been uh, this time. But I feel like if they had another crack at it, they might be able to, to do something cool with it. So did anyone else play the medium? Uh, I played through maybe like the first 40% of the game and I fell off of it. It was uh, cool, right? It was, like, it was thankfully it was in Game Pass, but yeah, it was definitely cool. And it came out earlier in the year because if they, had, they put that out in the fall, that game would have died on the vine. Like it, it didn't necessarily grow where it landed anyway, but it definitely would have gotten smothered by everything else. So it, it did, they did it right doing it early in the year. It felt like they could, like, if they had another shot at maybe doing that concept again, like, maybe they could do more with it. Yeah, it's it's really cool with some of the things they do in that game. It, it just ends up falling flat overall, or it fell flat for me, at least, anyway. As like, the way as... you have the split screen, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just such a cool, that's new, it's, like, fresh. I I, just, yeah. I don't know if that's been done, really, before it was cool. Yeah, there was some cool, some cool elements to it, for sure, but, yeah, it just didn't stick in my consciousness for a lot, very long. Um, I'll say, you got any honorable mentions? Yeah, I got this one. Um, it's not gonna be a surprise coming for me, but um, it's a DLC Assassin's Creed Valhalla Wrath of the Druids. Mm-hmm. That was a really good DLC add on to the game, it added new weapons, uh, new enemies, fucking fighting werewolves, dude. That's dope. That is pretty, pretty, pretty dope, as you put it. I I don't I didn't see anything about this other than like I uh, I I heard it was coming but I didn't look into it to know like what the DLC was. Part of part of that is because I've fallen so far away from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is a shame because I was really enjoying that game and I think I got maybe halfway through it before I fell off of it. Um, but I need to get back to that game and finish it. So in my mind, it's like, oh yeah, Valhalla, that was a really good game. I forgot about that, and then the DLC comes out since so I was already that far i didn't even i didn't even hit my damn radar well yeah there's like uh two two doc add-ons to it and then they're adding another one eventually and then the update which is fucking ridiculous oh the update that they just released that you have to re-download the entire game yeah uninstall it and it just re-download everything yep (laughs) why come on like I don't, i don't i'm not a developer i don't make games i have no idea so i don't want to sit and act like i like i know what's going on but I feel like that's just a just a bad call. Like I feel like you come on, you could have done that easier for people. Like really? Like, I think there's a, doing that to you too, making you download the whole goddamn game again. I think there's a reason oh. for it. They're like optimizing the they're optimizing something and then formatting shit. So it's it, it's gonna be a lot faster and the uh load loading is gonna be a lot uh, a lot faster as well. So I think it's for the good. Um I mean you have everything saved, so if you have everything saved, you should be fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they don't want to do that. Like, I I doubt that they would make people do that if there was a way around. Yeah, I just feel bad for people that have like really really slow internet, and or maybe they have data caps depending on your plan and whatnot. Where they, you know, take take between that and some Call of Duty stuff and some live games, it's like you gonna <laughs> you gonna find yourself in the world of hurt probably. Well, yeah, supposedly it's, it's to to help reduce the actual file size. Mm-hmm. According to what the, the the patch notes say, oh, it's like okay. it's like a hundred or what seventy eight. Now they're trying to get it down to like forty. Oh shit, that's a significant cut. Yeah, more power to them, man. Yeah. 
Any other honorable mentions, uh, Jose? Uh, another honorable mention. Um, I think you agree with this one. I think it came out this year. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Oh, the trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, it's very nostalgic. Uh, upgraded uh, graphics. It's, mm-hmm. it's Mass Effect. Come on, it's a trilogy yeah. edition. It's fucking a beautiful story. It's the best space opera this side of Star Wars. Yeah, fuck a drama, though. Yeah, well, that's that's the game that shall not be named, and you brought their name up, so now you gotta go to, like, Mordor or fucking Harry Potter's house or some shit and live under the stairs. I gotta go um, to Helheim. You, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Where you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't gotta, you ain't gotta go home, but you gotta leave here. Um, yeah, that's a good call. Any, any, any other ones? That's it for me. All right. DJ. Honorable mentions. I mean, I have it on my list, but I don't know if we even need to talk about it. Death Loop. Yeah. What? Yep. I'm surprised you guys didn't even put that on the list. Yeah, we we have reasons why. TJ and I both talked about this uh, on a side quest about this with with along with J Ray. Um, mm. TJ, I'll let you feel this one, and I'll pepper in some stuff here and there for you. I love. Deathloop as a concept and as um, a story and art direction, it seems like it should fire on all cylinders. And for whatever reason, it doesn't. It just it 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 peters out, and I don't know why. You would think that I would, I thought I was gonna just absolutely love this game, but for whatever reason, it just it didn't it didn't grab me, and it, it's sad because you know graphically, it's a fantastic game even the controls are really good but I, there's just something about it that's just i don't lacking i guess did it pull like another anthem to you no it's not oh. nearly as bad as anthem i think i can i think i'm able to fill this gap in for you here uh and you can let me know if you agree or not i feel like for me it it missed the mark because maybe i was expecting it to be a little bit something different than what it ended up being a little you know what i mean um i don't know i feel like it was like i was retreading the same path again playing this game because what it feels a lot like dishonored dishonored 2 you know it felt very dishonored 2 where i'm just kind of creeping through these areas they say you can come through just guns blazing if you want to which i rarely did i, I never felt strong enough to do something like that i was always sneaking around and, and slitting throats and stabbing people and kicking them off of cliffs and shit like that which was totally fine but then it was like I think it fell flat too because I was really excited about the aspect of one of my friends invading my game and chasing me around. And that part was broken uh, for a little while where people couldn't get in there. They couldn't like, you know, the, the, the queues for those lobbies took forever and then there wasn't enough people that had death loop. So there wasn't a big enough player count to pull from that pool. And so then you'd be waiting to try it. And if you didn't play the game right when it launched in those first couple of months, then that dropped off from where it was, which wasn't very high to begin with. And so now you get the game later on, months later, and you want to jump in there and try that shit, and no one's playing that part of it anymore. So it's just, yeah, it was, I don't know. Between that and just the game not keeping me my interest long enough, yeah, I don't know. I just fell off of it. The good thing, though, uh, TJ, let me know if you, believe, if you agree. I love the banter between the two main characters, between Colt and, uh, I forget her name, Adriana? Juliana. What was her name? Or Juliana? Uh, yeah. their banter over the walkies was amazing. It was probably my favorite part about it. The voice acting on both of those characters, 
top notch. And then the fact that when they would argue and she would like reach out to, to me over like the walkie, it came through the PS5 speaker on the controller. Yeah. That was nice too, a nice touch. I wish more games would utilize that because that, that's an undervalued little piece of tech there. It's that's just, all I got. Yeah, it just, I agree. But like the voice acting it, and it was actually, it was, you know, it was on, on par with like Guardians of the Galaxy where it was just top notch. The personality and the characters was there and the, the whole world, but it just, for whatever reason, it just, it didn't click. And it saddens me that such a phenomenal game yeah, I'm not even including it. It's it's gonna go down in the, the to the mentions list. It's yeah, I bad. agree with that. It should be on the mentions. For should sure. we pour out one out for the death it, loop then? And it it won awards at the video game award, at the game awards or whatever. It it won several awards. Yeah, um, it just you know for me personally, for us, like it won uh, what best game direction was Death Loop. Uh, it also won for uh, what was it? Sorry, it won for best art direction. Yeah, I mean. See? It was good in those ways, but it just didn't keep me going. Yep. You got awesome. anything, Wando? Any, any yeah, I just got a couple. I'll say them real fast. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys heard of Fights in Tight Places. I want to play it. Yes. Play that shit. Do it. Get on Is it. it on Game I'll, Pass? I'll, send a, I'll send a video. I don't know if it's in Game Pass or not. I'll send a video in the chat if anybody wants to see like a trailer of it. But basically, you're just like, um, think of Super Hot. Anybody played Super Hot? think super hot but instead of shooting guns and throwing shit at people you're doing like martial arts slash like james bond situation so you sit at a bar you see two red enemies pop up next to you when they grab your shoulder then you get you have cards so it's a card deck building game turn-based tactic game and but it plays out in these awesome little like john wick cinematics and so you get put in these, these increasingly difficult situations where you have multiple guys in a room and then you get a turn so you this is your turn you got three guys surrounding you do you want to punch the guy behind you or use this card and kick all three at the same time and all this stuff. So it's really cool and stylized, very simple. And it starts to build on that, on that, uh, on the deck building aspect of it so that you can have more access to more moves and stuff. So check it out. It's available on, uh, on steam for 24.99. There you go. I don't know if there's a demo, check the demo in case you don't like it in case it's like more, more, uh, tactics heavy than you, than you'd like. Cause that aspect is very, you know, prevalent in there. If you play like, you know, slay the spire, it's just like that but cooler animations play out when you actually make your choices and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's one of my honorable mentions. Check it out. The other one that I want to bring up was, um, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. That's probably more something that TJ and I, uh, are be into, but I love that. And Lost Judgment as well as, uh, 12 Minutes. Those are my honorable mentions. So check those out. 12 Minutes is in Game Pass. Uh, you and Ariel might like that one, Ben. 12 minutes, 12 minutes was me. His little loop. It, 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 I got stuck at one point. Once I got past that, I was able to get into it more, and it was a nice little game to, to mess around with for a little bit before I went to bed or something. So you said Ghosts and Goblins, Resurrection, 12 Minutes, and what else? Uh, Lost Judgment. The Lost Judgment is like a Yakuza. It's basically a Yakuza spinoff. Um, and this is, um, I want to say this is the second one. Yeah, or no, the first one was Judgment. This is Lost Judgment, the second one. Yeah, a lot of fun, crazy Yakuza action type stuff in the small little hub, you know, areas for like you know in the towns and stuff. But it just over the top, you know, Japanese Yakuza fighting each other and stuff. And you're like this, uh, you're a um, a detective, and so you're trying to figure out these murders and different stuff going on in the town. You're going into the restaurants and eating food and eating ramen and stuff, and 
the over over the top you know acting voice acting and everything is so good Nani? It's, it's a lot of fun yeah so something fun to, and that's in game pass as well so it's not they take it out they they take it out maybe they took it out they took no, it. i'm not not sweet well it used to be in game pass Liar. so yeah yeah I was, i'm making a list of games i want to try and where to buy them from he's making a list and he's checking it twice Indeed. Well, that's all I have, though. So, uh, if we do, we have time to go ahead and remove these real fast. If we do it quickly, get it down to ten, or are we doing that next week to get it down to ten, so we know what the ten are? I think we do it next week. Make it more fun. We have to yeah, we're we're like an hour and a half now. Let's do it next week. Yeah. Okay. But we'll put that on the books to to take stuff off the list, get it down to ten, and then we'll also have to organize the list after we do that. Someone read the list. That should be good. Ben? I will read the list. Or TJ, yeah. Cyberpunk 2077, Forza Horizon 5, Unpacking, Hitman 3, Resident Evil Village, Halo Infinite, Resident Evil 4 VR, Returnal, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Call of Duty Vanguard, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Tales of Arise, Far Cry 6, Scarlet Nexus, and Metroid Dread. You should do Audible, man. That was that was beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like that, that's our list, guys. So I'm excited to get into that and 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 break that list down. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see what makes it on there. There's definitely some that I we can probably all guess will won't make the list, but it'd be I'm, I'm interested to see where it starts. Where the yeah, list. Spooky, just take off Call of Duty Vanguard then. <laughs> yeah, I've already got it highlighted. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you did. <laughs> and and just for that, TJ. TJ has just got a four experience points and is now level 19 out. Oh, fuck you. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny that he has it highlighted. It's only one highlighted too. Fantastic. <laughs> just, yeah, it. And it's red. It's like with that red flag thing on Twitter that's going around. <laughs> Just, just, uh, just unroll the scroll and just read to him. You have been sentenced to death by beheading, to be set at a later date. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm not even surprised by it. It's just the it only, the only three games on the list that I'm not going to be able to try are Hitman Three, Metroid Dread, and Tales of Arise because those three are like sixty bucks. Yeah, and, yeah, and but the, I'll I'll try Forza unpacking and Scarlet Nexus because those are all on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. But that's it. Uh, anything? Anybody just want to bring up any other games or anything like that before we wrap this up? No, let's hurry. I gotta go play Halo. Well, there it is. I have man. a question though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TJ, I need to talk to you after. Oh uh, yeah, I have it'll a few only questions take, here. Like, it'll only take an hour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Actually, I have nothing. I'm just wanting to give you shit. No, but um, have any of you have any mobile apps that are are you playing? No mobile apps. Yeah, like, like mobile, mobile games. games? Uh, Tomb of the Mask is a really fun. Like it's like a retro type pixelated puzzle game. Tomb of the Mask. I was just I was just wondering because like there there's really good mobile games out now, yeah. like uh, Genshin Impact. There's still the Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, I'm gonna say Fortnite because Fortnite's still a mobile game. 
and etc. It's just to get a lot of love. Mo- mobile games, aka something to distract people while they poop. Exactly. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, other than Instagram and Reddit, what else are you gonna do? Well, crap, chat. I can see, I can just, see TJ's chomp. I don't know. <laughs> wipe, swipe. All right, yeah, we're, we're done. We're TJ's done. ready to get out of here. So we're going to go ahead and just say, if you have any comments, questions, you got thoughts on uh, the list so far, keep in mind, we're going to break this list down to 10. I believe that's like, what, 15, 20 games on there right now? About 20, roughly. Um, but we're going to break this down to just 10 next week, and then we're going to organize that 10. So if you heard a game on there like, what, you guys put that on the list? Hey, we're going to talk about it. So definitely tune in for part two. Have that out in about two weeks, three weeks or so. I'll say three weeks, was it? Two, or somewhere in there. Keep an eye out for it. Um, Trace. With that Trace s- week. Yeah, there you go. Uh, with that said, hit us up, glitchtherapy at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to the show, let us know how we're doing. Give us your thoughts on the list so far. Maybe there's a game that you wish we had had on the list to talk about that we didn't bring up. Let us know. Um, otherwise, let's just talk about social media real quick. Hit us up at Glitch Therapy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Ben, I'm going to start with you. Where can we find you? Uh, Real Benzilla on Twitter. Boom. On what? Twitter. Oh, I thought you said Twitch. I was like, what? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ, how about you? Uh, hit me up uh, at One Wingnut uh, on all gaming platforms and social media. All right. Jose? What's up? <laughs> Shit. Poor TJ. I know. Poor T- I'm sorry, TJ. You can catch me on Instagram. I'm hipster made. Xbox PS4. It's your senpai. Look at that. Thank you. It only took you like an extra 20 seconds to like gather your thoughts before you opened your mouth. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't stutter, so you it's a did win for me. But like the first time in like, well, maybe <laughs> the first time, but maybe like the. 13th time in 133 episodes. I don't know. I'm mature. Uh, <laughs> follow me at the Mandalorian on Instagram and Twitter. Join a game with me uh, and play some stuff. See what I'm playing. Uh, hit me up on Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, and Nintendo Online. The gamer tag is Dirty Dimes. And last but not least, uh, be sure to continue to check out J Ray, our, our butch, our, our butch, <laughs> <laughs> our buddies <laughs> Twitch channel. <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash epicsperience and follow his Instagram at ttv.epicsperience our buddy J-Ray is what I was trying to say and blah, 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 blah. but yeah check him out he'd love and me to stop you, by if you see Tanner just tell him he's a punk yeah tell him um, Animal Crossing sucks just talk, just talk directly to Tanner he's listening right Tanner, now Tanner stop playing Animal Crossing please Tanner, for your own good. This is an intervention. Tanner. You need to stop, sir. Yeah, stop. Please. This is a problem. Yeah. We have so many other good games. We're all worried. Just for him, we're going to play this music while you, while you guys continue to give him shit. Go for it. Tanner, stop. Also, while we're on the topic, Thor 2 is not a good movie. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Island Boys is a terrible song. Also, WandaVision is very good. Is- you Just have re- no re- taste. Re-eval- reevaluate your whole, you know, taste, your whole situation. Get your shit together. Playing right? Halo. Yeah. yeah. But thank you for playing Halo, and we love you. Yeah. Kind of. Get out of the me shop, okay? Nobody cares about your meat. Anyway. Also, <laughs> Pokemon 
gonna say also. Do I need to push the button again? <laughs> oh god, no, no let's stop. No, let's no, stop. No, no, stop. You're good. We're good. We're good. We love you, Tanner. Uh anyway, thanks guys for tuning in and we'll catch you next time for part two of the game of the year, Glitch Therapy 2021 conversation. Have a good one, guys. And uh, as always, game on. Game on. Game on. Game on. Game on.